everyone. Welcome to mini episode 22 of Real Life Ghost Stories. How you do? I got two spooky listener tales for you oh, this man. week. Okay. One of them is about a haunted hospital. What? <laughs> is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> so oh. our first story today comes from Erica. Are you ready? Yeah, no. I'll start off by saying that I work the overnight shift cleaning in a hospital. Oh, no. I love my job, even if it can be gross on occasion. Anyway, since it is a late night shift, most areas I clean are closed and I am alone. Creepy already, right? I'm sure me listening to your podcast sometimes intensifies the creep factor, but I love you guys so much that it doesn't really bother me. (laughs) My first paranormal experience at work happened maybe three or four months after I started. I was cleaning away, jamming to some sweet tunes, when I thought I heard a shriek of some sort from the hallway just outside the lab I was in. I will say that I always only have one earbud in so that I can hear any alerts that come over the speaker system and I also don't want some other employee cutting through the area to scare the shit out of me. I paused my music and listened. I didn't hear anything so I assumed I just imagined it. Just as I was about to turn my music back on I heard it again. Not super loud but it sounded like a woman letting out a shriek. I poked my head in the hole and saw no one. I know this wasn't anyone walking by in an exterior hallway because the lab was noisy, machines going all the time, so there was no way that I would have heard it from where I was. I was about to get back to work, just thinking my sleep-deprived brain was playing tricks, when I got this overwhelming feeling of dread. It felt like someone or something was standing right next to me and just glaring at me. All the hair on my arms and neck stood up and I was so freaked out that I wanted to just say fuck it and bolt. Somehow I managed to gather enough courage to finish cleaning as quickly as possible and get out of there. I didn't mention it to my co-workers because I didn't want them to tease me. This next story occurred in another area in which I was cleaning by myself and no one was anywhere nearby. I had just come back from my lunch break and was about to begin cleaning the area when I thought I heard footsteps. I knew I should be alone, but just in case I did a walkthrough of the small area and saw no one. I shrugged it off and began my work. A few minutes later, I heard footsteps again. As I was listening for the steps, I heard my name whispered from maybe a few feet behind me. My blood ran cold and I froze. I was scared to turn around. As I was having an internal argument about whether to turn around or not, I heard my name whispered again. This time, right in my ear. I whirled around and of course no one was there. Cue the massive anxiety attack. I called my supervisor freaking out and told him what had happened, hoping he wouldn't think I was nuts. He was very understanding, and then said very casually, Oh yeah, this hospital has spirits everywhere. I was in the same area from story number two. I was in the restroom, and as I was finishing up washing my hands, I heard the bathroom door shake like someone was trying to open it. I could also see it moving in the mirror since the door was behind me. 
I thought this was weird because no one should be around. But I just called out, there's someone in here. As I was drying my hands, I turned around and the whole door began shaking back and forth pretty roughly. It was then that I noticed the handle was not jiggling. The whole door itself was shaking. It's a pretty good thing I had already peed or I might have had an accident. After maybe 10 to 15 seconds of sheer terror, the door finally stopped moving. I unlocked the door and slowly opened it and there was no one there. I think my heart stopped for a few seconds. Once I could breathe again, I made myself walk the area again and still saw no one. The hallway outside the area was empty too. There was only one door anyone could have come in, and it was right by the bathroom. It's a big heavy double door, so I definitely would have heard someone coming in. An hour or so later, I was on my way to another area and was passed in the hallway by some nurses rolling a corpse to the morgue. Definitely not unusual in a hospital, but given the experience I had right before, it seemed to be way too eerie to be a coincidence. My supervisor has had the most experiences. Everything from footsteps when no one is around, hearing his name called, and curtains billowing out on their own with no air conditioning or breeze to blame. His scariest one occurred where my second and third stories took place. He was shoved by an unseen force hard enough to make him take a few steps back. Other co-workers have experienced voices, bangs and feeling like they're being watched in many areas of the hospital. I'll wrap it up by saying that I don't think these experiences are anything demonic. It's a hospital. People die here. It would be silly to think there would never be spirits here. My word. Is Erica the bravest woman that has ever existed? I think she's up there. I think so. Definitely up there. There is no way in any of those stories that I would have continued cleaning. No, and that's that's showing some commitment to your work. I really hope your supervisor appreciates that. Continues to work even through being haunted? Yeah, even while a ghost is whispering your name in the ear. Babe, that should be... In the ear. That should be on your CV, first line. Yeah. Do you want an employee who continues to work even if there are ghosts? Yeah, absolutely. Then hire me, bitches. Yeah, not, not, don't hire me. I would have ducked out of every single one of those situations the first moment it started happening. Me too. Apart from maybe the bathroom, because initially... No, no, I, the bathroom one, because you'd be like, no, yeah, there's somebody in here, yeah, like, whatever. Until the whole door started shaking. Then and I, then I'd probably curl up into a ball and start sobbing. Yeah, probably. But Manny, Manny would. Manny yeah. would curl up into a ball and start sobbing. This isn't, this isn't a nice working environment. Shaking doors, whispering names. Your supervisor telling you there's spirits everywhere. That's so reassuring. Thank you. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. No, me neither. I feel very much like impressed. It's quite interesting about the dread feeling though, isn't it? Well, not the, not the feeling, of, not the feeling of dread rather. I wrote it down as the dread feeling, but that's not what I meant. The feeling of being watched. Yeah. Because that's instinct, instinctive from early humanity, isn't it? Because it's a survival instinct. Yeah. But what causes that sensation? Well, there's, there's, um, is it a change? Is it our bodies reading and changing atmospheric pressure or isn't there's like a um, micro signals? A, I spoke to a therapist one time who said that anxiety is like a glitch in our psyche. So, you know, anxiety originally was a survival mechanism, right? Where you obviously 
would be flooded with anxiety to to pump up your fight or flight so you'd yeah. survive like a saber-toothed tiger or whatever the fuck yeah. was going to attack and kill you. But nowadays, the vast majority of us are privileged enough not to have those dangers and predators and all of those yeah. things. So when you have anxiety attacks or panic attacks for no reason, it's like a glitch. Your body is recognizing something that isn't necessarily a threat as a threat. So it could be that those feelings of dread do just come from a glitch like what's that thing called infrasound i was gonna say the matrix but where was where was will when you needed him (laughs) you know it could be your body responding to something that isn't actually a threat anymore but yeah but it's responding to something do you know what i mean and it's just what is it what is it responding that's what it's intriguing it's intriguing because we've all had that sensation where we feel like we're being watched and nine times out of ten we are but how do we know that we're being watched how does a body know that i can't solve science on this one i need your help We need your help. Answers on a postcard, please. And our second story comes from Ricky and also comes from the lovely world of Norfolk. Are you ready? No, it's a little bit too close to home. There's there's a Norfolk in America, though. No, it's Norfolk here. I live in Norfolk and I've lived here all my life, minus four years I spent living in the Netherlands. I came back because I missed it too much. I spent my whole life wanting to leave, and when I eventually got away, I was glad to return. Later reading revealed that statistically, people do not leave Norfolk for long, and a lot of people end up moving here from afar. Even a high percentage of students attending the local university and colleges end up staying. This says something about the Norfolk way of life. It is a slow and mysterious land, full of folklore and strangeness. And the people here do not conform to the social norms found in the rest of the country. Our capital city, Norwich, is a haven for the arts and has attracted many an author and artist to the region. This is Norfolk, a kind of hippie paradise full of eccentrics and the occult. Maybe it's always been this way. Which kind of explains the weird folklore that bleeds from the rolling hills of our country. You may know the stories of the Black Shook, Wood of the Wisp, and witches of the region. But what people outside of the region don't seem to have heard of are the phantom sounds that a large majority of local people have experienced at one time or another. Before I continue, it should be noted that we have a lot of military air activity in Norfolk. We have a few air bases dotted around that seem to think they can take liberties with their manoeuvres due to the low population density of certain areas. Where I grew up was certainly one of those areas, and so I'm used to hearing sonic booms and that weird, loud roar of a fighter jet that is too far away to see but jangles your teeth with the noise of it. This doesn't happen all the time, but it's just something we have to deal with. Air traffic, then, has been the easy go-to explanation for some of the more bizarre sounds that can be heard. But I know what airplanes sound like. Many times as a kid, I would lay in bed and out of nowhere, and very faintly, would be a low-pitched, oscillating hum. It's very hard to explain, but it was a very stereotypical alien spacecraft sound. I don't think it was that at all, but I mention that as a way for you to imagine. It was kind of a wom, 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 wom sound that despite being faint... A didgeridoo. <laughs> it's a sky didgeridoo. Yeah. 
I cannot believe you are taking the piss out of my WOM sound. <laughs> I thought I did that. Ricky, can you please write in and let me know if I did that really well? Because I thought I did. It was a great sound. It, just, it was much. very similar to a didgeridoo. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. And it is not, in fact, okay. a didgeridoo. Uh, imagine if I took out a didgeridoo right now <laughs> and started to play it. It was a kind of a wom 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 sound that despite being faint was able to be felt. One time I opened the window to confirm to myself that it was coming from outside and sure enough it was. But it was coming from everywhere and nowhere. This wasn't the only sound that I've witnessed. At least one time when walking home from a nearby village I heard a tinny scraping echo sound that sounded just once and from what seemed like a long distance away. I am not unique. These sounds have been reported by many people. They have been the subject of articles in local news and it isn't hard to find somebody to tell you their own experience hearing strange noises. I've heard one theory that involves RAF Woodbridge, the centre of the famous Rendlesham Forest incident which is colloquially referred to as UK's Roswell. I guess this has planted RAF Woodbridge in the minds of many in this region, as the UK's area is 51. Of course it isn't. This doesn't stop many people from thinking that shady things are happening on that base, that could be the cause of the weird mechanical sounds that fill the sky sometimes. I don't know what I believe, but it is strange. And it is probably the only weird phenomenon that I've ever witnessed outside of my experiences with psychedelics. Seeing as most of my experiences with this happened as a child, I don't think I was dabbling back then. So before you blame drug use for this, let me strike that off the list right away. (laughs) I know this wasn't really a story as much as a report, but I thought I could give you guys something new to look into. I... I would like to point out that I would very much much like to cover the Rendlesham Forest case at some point, but I am too frightened, so. I volunteered to do it before time slips and you said we can't do another alien one. Well, now we can. Brilliant. Potentially it was because we had just done an alien one. Yeah, I think it probably was actually, but. So I've heard people in Norfolk talking about the second sound that he described. The tinny. Yep. Oh, tell me. Yeah, no, it's not It's not too different from the story that Ricky describes. Just, I've just heard people in the pub talking about it, the one that I used to work in, in that it's, it's just an accepted thing. I haven't heard about the oscillating didgeridoo sounds before. Maybe there's a... I know that's not how Ricky described it. I know it just sounds like a didgeridoo because of your interpretation of it. Maybe there's a didgeridoo orchestra yeah, somewhere maybe. in Norfolk in the wilderness. There's so many air bases in Norfolk and on the Suffolk border. It wouldn't surprise me if it was some kind of shady military tech. Really? Yeah. But I guess if you were going to do shady military tech, in, in terms of the UK, Norfolk is one of your best bets because it's so yeah. sparsely populated. So you could fucking do as you wanted. And apparently everyone accepts weird sounds in Norfolk. So it's just a, th- a fact of life. They're a good people because they don't, not a lot bothers them. I love that kind of attitude. They've got business to get on with. And if it doesn't interfere with their business, live and let live. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm down with that. Sound and let sound. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. What do you think it is? I think it's probably tech of some description. It's just that weird, you know, we've seen footage, not from Norfolk, admittedly, but we've seen footage of this sound, haven't we, before this metallic oh, scraping sound. sound and it's just weird. And that that really gives me the hijibis because I, oh, I don't know why. It's just really free. And I, I agree. I don't think it's like alien stuff no. or anything, Like, but it's just that footage of like the trumpets in the sky that's often what it's referred to as gives me the heejeebies I'm just waiting for the time that some like professor of Assyrian 
history comes out and goes, oh no, that's the sound that the trumpets made back in the biblical times, and therefore that's the trumpeters of the end days. <laughs> well, people films. say that all the time about it. <laughs> yeah. That it's they're they're <laughs> heralding doom. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting parallels with some stuff I've heard and things that I've encountered in terms of the RF bases, the sounds. I've, I've seen the RF that was bases. That sounded really mysterious, <laughs> yeah, things really that I've not. encountered and you're doing suspicious <laughs> eyes. Whenever I'm driving to my parents on my own and I can time it, I drive past the airbase that's got a parking lot at the end of the runway so I can just sit and watch the planes. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's not actually no, that it's mysterious. Not mysterious at all. No, I'm also hoping that this Ricky is the wrestler Ricky from Norwich, and he's listening to our podcast. It's probably not. It's not. Oh. Ricky also messaged us about people living, like wild people living in the forests <gasps> in Norfolk. Okay, which I really want to look into because I feel like that is a very Norfolk thing to happen in a good way. I'm all for it. If people want to live wild and feral in the wilderness, you go. You do you. As long as it's not. Yeah, not cool if it's Deliverance style. We're not down with that. I am on the edge of my seat. Are you okay? I'll be alright. Well, it kind of reminds me. So we had a weird thing happen post <laughs> Divic Box, which is really strange. It's nothing to do with Divic Box. No, I it's just... clearly not because it would be the weirdest outcome of Divic Box. No, it was just it just happened the like same day. Yeah, I don't know what what it was. So I was having a nap. So I was just sort of like waking up from a nap. And Dan was beside me. You were reading yeah. or whatever you were doing. You were reading. It was like in the afternoon. It was bright. It was sunny. It was beautiful. Obviously, I'm wasting all that sun and, and beauty by sleeping, <laughs> clearly. Somebody strummed a guitar in our bedroom. It was just one strum. I don't know note, what... And it was in the bedroom. It, felt, it sounded like it was in the bedroom. I don't know how, what else to say. Like, that is literally what happened. Yeah. So I thought that Dan was playing something on his phone yeah. and I looked up because I was annoyed that it was so loud and I was like, what was that? And Dan just went, what did you hear? And I was like, <laughs> a guitar? How weird. And it's it really weird. I mean, it's obviously like somebody must have walked by with a fucking guitar or something. I don't know, but it was so strange. It sounded like it was in our room though. That was the thing that was yeah. weird about it because it just sounded like there was someone in front of us that just went ding. It was yeah, and it was definitely a guitar. And it wasn't a mouth sound like that. It sounded like you know that reverberation of a string yeah. when it's just been. It was very odd. Was very just said I'd let you know. Speaking of sounds, because mm. uh, we haven't really spoken about it, have we? No. No, and now we're talking about it. And we also haven't spoken about infrasound for ages either. No, we haven't. So infrasound. Lots it's all infrasound. Everything is infrasound. All of the every all of the sounds are coming out today. Yeah. If you enjoyed this week's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Real Life Ghost Stories. You can find Dan on Instagram at 50p Movie Club. You can find us on Twitter at Real Ghost Pod. You can send in your own spooky story to Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We are Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast. Give the page a like, leave a review if you feel so inclined. And also join our supergroup, which is RLGS Supergroup. And the password is Emma and Dan. You can also support us on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories, where for $5 a month, you get extra content. For $2 a month, you get extra content. Everybody wins. It's a glorious time. Yes. If you want to buy our merch, subscribe to our YouTube channel, anything you want to do, all of the links to everything are in the description of this episode. I mean, not anything you want to do. We can't help you skydive or anything like that. Oh, we probably could if we really tried. True. And on that note, we shall see you next week. Bye.